0: You're listening to a podcast from Newstalk ZB. Follow this and our wide range of podcasts now on iHeartRadio. Now, Sir Ian Taylor says he's happy to pay a capital gains tax and he says heaps of business people that he knows be more than happy to pay tax on realised gains as well. And he's with us now. Sir Ian, hello. Hi, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. <coughs> um, why would you support a capital gains tax?
1: Well, um, <laughs> actually, it just seems that that's a hard question. I mean, I've always supported the idea that a capital gains tax—it's, it's you know, money that has come in. And um, I remember I was involved in a building that we kind of one day we bought for six hundred thousand and sold for three million. And I remember asking a partner in that, so what tax comes off this? And he said none. And I remember thinking, well, that doesn't seem to make any sense. And I think. One of the reasons, one of the reasons I, you know, we took, looked at the gains tax, as I talked about in the article, there are really significant costs that, um, you know, we need to be looking at as a country, mm-hmm. if we want to, you know, if we want to make sure that everybody actually has a, a kind of a quality life, and capital gains is one of the places to do that, and. Um, but there are issues, you know. Again, as I mentioned in the article I wrote today, we have to be certain that it's being spent well. And one of the things that <clears throat> that it seems to me that politicians keep forgetting is that every cent they earn comes from somebody who started a business, who created jobs, that paid tax. And you know, if I use ours as an example, I've been in business for thirty-two years, um, and through that time, I mean, it took ages to make a profit. But through that time, we had between 40 and 50 people for 32 years who've paid tax because of the business we created. And, you know, that's that that's that's how businesses operate. We took risks. We took, you know, there were times where things looked really tough, but we got through those. But equally, if I came out the end of this and somebody kind of ended up buying this, which isn't the intention, but if they did, I would fully expect that there would be a... Margin on top of everything else that I would expect to pay tax on. I well, mean, okay, so... call me naive, call me naive, but I just think that's the social contract we have. Yeah, I came up a time. I came at a time where I all the skills I gained at university um, were paid for by tax. That doesn't happen today. I came up in a time where, you know, I've had um, family who have had life changing, sometimes in one case, life saving. Um, experience in our hospital system when it was delivering these things. Those are really, really important. And I think that there is a social contract that we have that taxes how these things
0: get paid for. Okay, well, what about... So Ruth (laughs) Richardson's argument is that you don't tax the one thing that you need in the country more than anything else, right? And her argument is we have always historically been short on capital. We are short on capital again why would we tax it and make it harder to get it?
1: Well, you see, I'm, I'm not very good at those sort of arguments. I'm a bit na- maybe naive when it comes to um, to all that thing about all the stuff about financing and stuff. But, I mean, we've never found that difficult. Um, and, you know, I'm not sure what the argument is. It depends what that capital gets used for as well. mm so um, you know, what? if it gets used to buy a whole lot of shops and a whole lot of houses and do all that, you know, it, it would be it would be different if that capital was being used to generate new jobs, creating new uh, new um, new areas of tax. Yeah. And I think that's what we've been looking at. I mean, the government, you know, we do have to look at the way government spending and you know, recently, it's it just seems to be unaccountable spending. There's there's no there, there seems to be no logic, or no no one held to account for the way it's mm. being spent. But but I think our role is there are enormous opportunities to be making investment in the opportunities that sit around global warming sustainability. Um, there's this you know that's a whole new income generating opportunity for the entire country, mm. and we should be looking at how do we use tax wisely to help businesses generate the opportunities that exist globally in here. So we're getting people to higher paying jobs, we are getting higher paying products, and the tax starts to rise from there. The the reality when you look at the way the way the country looks today, that gap that is starting to grow is going to get bigger if we don't think yeah. more wisely about how we support businesses and that thing. How do we make sure businesses are given the Environment in which to create the jobs that create value and create tax. Ian, thank you for talking us through it. I really appreciate your perspective. That's Sir
0: Ian Taylor, founder and managing director of Animation Research. For more from News ZB, listen live, on air, or online, and keep our shows with you wherever you go with our podcasts on iHeartRadio.